Hello and welcome to the Heads Up 7-Up Podcast. I'm your host, Neil Silvera. Today we have our first full-length episode. I'm sitting down with my wife, Brittany. We're talking about fast food today. We'll get to more about that in a second, but I just want to thank you for listening to the second episode. If you haven't had a chance to check out the first episode, it's available on the website and the podcast feed. It's just a brief little 90-second intro to what the show's all about. But we got our first about half-hour length show today. And I had a little patch of echoiness in the episode. It was only about 30 seconds, but just bear with us. I didn't realize that, and we're working on that for future episodes. But without further ado, here's my conversation with Brittany. I'm sitting down today, actually sitting in the same house, but different rooms. We're testing out our, you know, equipment. Mm-hmm. Sitting down with uh, Brittany, my wife. Hi, Brittany. Hello, Neil. How does it feel to be the first ever guest of the Heads Up 7-Up podcast? Um, I feel very privileged. And do you want to say what topic we have today? Yes. So our topic is the top seven fast food items. Correct. And <laughs> just to give you a brief like about us, we like to eat out. We like to cook our own food. We do Blue Apron. Um, mm-hmm. We were living in a small town where we only had about two or three decent restaurants, so we did a lot of our cooking and relied a lot on fast food when we were living there. Yeah. And just, you know, because of the easiness and cost, we've spent a lot of time with fast food. But so, even there, we only had like three fast food restaurants. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, so it was a privilege to get some of these fast food activities. Yeah. So some of these things are actually like treats for us. But um, did you have any criteria when you selected your top seven? Yes. So... I'm, I kind of agree that a fast food restaurant must have a drive-through. I feel like that's a pretty strong criteria, even though some don't. But um, a lot of them have sentimental value for some reason to me. They remind me of a time in my life. So that's kind of the criteria that I chose. Right. So we're ruling out Chipotle, or at least I am. I'm ruling out Chipotle. Yeah. Some people said five burgers. Um, even a Subway wouldn't be considered. Five guys, five, not five burgers. Five burgers, five guys. <laughs> Five of something, one of another. Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, you got a good seven list? Do you want to start off or do you want me to start off? I mean, you're the host. I think you should All right. start off. Well, let's start with number seven. And number seven uh, had a person that our comment, one of our friends commented on our Facebook mm-hmm. page about getting Jack in the Box curly fries after drinking, <laughs> which um, was kind of in line with what my number seven pick was. This is something I probably haven't had in a few years, but my late night college eating, <laughs> always a staple of that was Jack in the Box. And I would get three items, two of the three, maybe all three, but definitely, you know, this one was always a mixture of it. I would either get jalapeno poppers, egg rolls, or bacon Ew. cheddar potato wedges. And the bacon cheddar potato wedges made my list. At number seven, they are, oh. They are delicious. <laughs> Cheesiness, baconness, and then they give you sour cream packets. If you get a good drive through person, they'll give you extra sour cream or else you have to oh pay for the extra packets. Uh, and two to three of those, it's amazing, <laughs> especially after night drinking. I mean, people talk about Taco Bell being the best, like, you know, late night yeah. drinking food. But for my money, the bacon cheddar potato wedges at Jack in the Box, hands down. Um, when I was writing this list, it made me think about them. And I think I'm going to have to order them again, even though I probably haven't had them in three years and I might have a heart attack. But... That's my number seven. How about you? Um, well, first off, I just want to say some of the things you said from Jack in the Box are kind of gross. But Yeah, like... <laughs> a Jack in the Box, uh, we don't normally eat at Jack in the Box. I never, no, we don't. I've never made a point to go to a Jack in the Box really to have a, a burger. or It's not it's something that just, that's if like that's my only option, resort. I'll eat there. Yeah, 
So that's why late night ended up being what it, what it was good for. Gotcha. Okay. Well, on the topic of sides at fast food restaurants, I'm obviously going to choose McDonald's french fries. Um, I mean, I just chose these because I, I have to get them when I go to McDonald's, but sometimes I'll just drive to McDonald's to get a large french fry, and it has to be with ketchup. If there's no ketchup, I, I can't eat it. Yeah, really for anybody that even knows anything about Brittany, <laughs> um, we have to buy our, cost, our ketchup at Costco, and even then we probably go through it in about a week. I'm already um, like halfway through and we just went to. I thought that ketchup would be like your number one item for fast food restaurant because that's how much you eat ketchup. But um, no, good choice with the McDonald's french fries. Um, <laughs> I, I think you might see some McDonald's item, maybe the french fries popping oh. up later on my list. Um, and I support this choice 100%. I'm glad. Um, they're just the best fries there are. They really are. So, so let's go on to my number six. Okay. My number six is probably less traditional. I mean, it's <laughs> a fast food item. And it's the one dessert that they have at Wendy's. And it's a staple. They don't change it up the flavors. They have the Wendy's Frosty. It's delicious. It's cheap. It's, mm. I mean, we go to Wendy's sometimes just to go to, to get the Frosty. That's yeah. my, this is going to be my only dessert on the list. Um, mm-hmm. I love the Wendy's Frosty um, in this whatever size. Thoughts on that? Actually, if you want me to go to my number six choice, I also chose the Wendy's Frosty. Oh, at the same spot. At the same spot. And the reason for that, it's a little different, but when my friend, and you know Mara, but my friend Mara, we've been friends since second grade, we went on a vacation with her parents kind of cross country, and I felt like no matter where we stopped, there was always a Wendy's, and we were on this Frosty kick, so I probably had 20 Frosties during that trip. So that's why it made my list. And you're right, they're just a staple and they're so cheap and they're so, so good. So that's why it got on my list. No, excellent choice. And it's a good secret. If, if you're a film adventurous, dip their french fries in that frosty. It's, it's That's not adventurous. It's that's American. Well, I mean, that's American, but it still <laughs> took me a while to get to do that. I mean, I, I never, the two cross never passed. <laughs> so let's move on number five, since we had the same number six. Um, I am pretty sure you're going to have an item from this restaurant on your list. Yeah. Uh, and I knew I had to have chicken represented on my list at some point. Oh. Um, and so I had to go with the KFC chicken strips. I had to go KFC over Popeye's. I, I, for, for years I thought Popeye's was better, but now that we have a Popeye mm-hmm. so close to us, we eat it and it's just a little dry. But the KFC chicken strips to me, I mean, it, it kind of changed up. Sometimes they're a little small, a little crispy. Sometimes they're big, fat, and juicy. But overall, they have a good crunch <laughs> to them. Their dipping sauces are good. And they have that new stuff with the... Uh, the Kentucky Gold or whatever, and the or the mm. Kentucky Blazing. So they put the uh, they sauces it up on just them. enough. What's that? I said the sauces that they put on the Kentucky Gold and the really spicy one, those are yeah. so good. Right. So good. They got a little adventurous, but they actually improved a little bit. I uh, think if I had to just take one chicken strip from anywhere, and that was the only one I ever got to eat, I would go with the KFC one. I agree. I've had Popeyes. I didn't even have Popeyes until you introduced me to Popeyes, and I thought it was not good. I didn't yeah, think it was I mean, good. Yeah, <laughs> I like this. Uh, yeah, I know, and I was surprised too. I, I remembered it being better. I You're guess like, this that's is going to be awesome. About. This and my yeah. brother always quotes that. Um, if you ever watch, I don't think you watch it, but that little Nicky, he's like Popeyes chicken is like the shiznit. That's what <laughs> I always wanted to try it from that, but. It's not that Yeah, good. I think when it was a treat and I, we didn't have one near me, I, mm-hmm. it sounded was better. But now that we have one just down the road, I, it's definitely dropped in my opinion. What's your number five? 
Okay. My number five is a spicy chicken sandwich from Carl's Jr. Oh, interesting. We had chicken in the same spot. Yes. Um, the spicy chicken from Carl's Jr. Um, and I didn't mention it at the top, but Brittany bought, I said, <laughs> we're doing a podcast on fast food today. So why don't you pick something and see if it's something that would be on my list? And so one of the items that she picked was Carl's Jr. And she had the spicy chicken sandwich. Yes, um, I did. She didn't order me exactly which, the items she thought I, I would pick, but she just thought Carl's Jr. would be on my list. And we'll see if it is. So I think good choice. I, I do agree with be. most Carl's Jr. chicken sandwiches and burgers are, are pretty quality. But the reason I chose this one was because it's when I was working at uh, the Chevron that has the Baskin Robbins and the Carl's Jr. in it, and I was like broke. These were like a dollar thirty nine. I know I had like enough change in my car to have a dollar thirty nine for a spicy That's chicken. That's funny because <laughs> at the time I was working at Radio Shack in the Bay Area, there was a Carl's Jr. parking lot, and I probably had a big Carl almost every other day because you just it was knew good exactly the amount it was going to cost, and you had yeah. enough. Yeah, so I feel that it was for. It's funny that we're kind of on the same wavelength as some mm-hmm. of these. Okay, going to my number four um, is probably one I've eaten a lot more lately, and. When I used to go to Taco Bell, I would just order a bean burrito, maybe just a regular taco. I didn't care for any of the fancy stuff. But since I've been doing those $5 boxes, the cheesy gordita crunch is on my list. I love it. It's got the good texture. It's got cheesiness. It's got crunch. It's got the gordita and sour cream. It's put a little hot sauce on it. It's perfect. I think that's one of my new favorite items that I just kind of recently discovered. I mean, I've had it before, but I never really got into it until lately. Yeah, well, we have one right down the street, and it's super convenient. Well, yeah, in that $5 box, I end up, <laughs> end up being the one that eats the cheesy gordita crunch, and you take whatever else is in there. The leftovers, the, the leftovers. discards. Oh, that's what you really want, but you play it off like that. <laughs> so, you, what are your thoughts on the cheesy gordita crunch? I think, okay, I literally will only eat two things at Taco Bell, so I think it's gross. Oh, okay. I was wondering, because I... I've never seen you eat one, but we buy them a lot. You know I get the exact same two things. Yeah. Taco and you know with just meat are. and cheese, basically. That's it. Hey, hey, and you might she'll... be giving away my list. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but surprisingly, she doesn't put ketchup on that taco. Okay, what's your number four? I mean, I have. Um, oh. <laughs> my number four is from Taco Bell, which I feel like our marriages were too much in the same headspace that we choose even the this same weird, list. Yeah. It's super weird. But We honestly did not I... talk about our items ahead of time. No, we seriously didn't. He didn't let me even hint to what I was going to pick. But I chose a beefy five layer with mild sauce. Oh, see, I can't handle that. I just don't like the grease on that. The, the, oh, the, I don't like the, the Taco greasy. Bell beef. Uh, the, their beef from there, you know, it's not real, obviously. We were here for that a few it's years It's pink back. slime. But you got to get either a steak or the chicken. You can't go with the beef there. That's just, that's just nasty. Oh, no. You know? No, no, no. I, I have to get it and I get Because it's the one that has the nacho cheese, sour cream, beef, uh, other cheese or something <laughs> like that. And with mild sauce, it's like. Yes, 10 out of 10. Gotta learn how to use my cough button. Um, yeah, okay, so this is the first one I think that I wouldn't even have near my, my top 10 low <laughs> or my top 7. So, all right. Super Respect good. it, but don't agree. All right, let's go on to my number 3, which I know you're going to have on your list. I know when oh, we're okay. talking about things that we didn't have locally and it was a treat to go somewhere I that had this is. item, we got to go with Panda Express because... <laughs> I think that Panda Express was probably your favorite Chinese restaurant, let alone you know, <laughs> one of your favorite fast food options. And Rude. 
<laughs> and and I think that the actually the orange chicken at Panda Express is better than a lot of orange chickens I've got. Neil Silvera. At real restaurants. I'm so. getting kind of tripped out now. <laughs> so number three, I have to go with Panda Express orange chicken. Chow mein was kind of a contender to be on my list here, but it's not the greatest chow mein. But the orange mm-hmm. chicken is is awesome. I mean, there's a reason that it's kind of the famous thing that they sell in stores, and people have recipes on on Facebook to make the Panda Express orange chicken. <sighs> so good. It's the staple. All right, what's your number three? I feel like we're going to kind of bore our listeners. Um, <laughs> we're agreeing too much? This is all I really feel odd. like, I know, I felt like we were going to argue more, but my third one was Orange Chicken from Panda Express. Orange Chicken from Panda Express at number three. At number three. And is it your favorite Chinese food item? Okay. I mean... Ha- have you had a better orange chicken at any restaurant we've been to? Negative. Yeah. <laughs> Me neither. I've had good lemon chickens. I've had good lemon you know, chicken, cow yeah. chickens. I've had, but the, the orange chicken's... You know, I've had better general chicken at places, but that orange chicken. Yes, that's is true. Awesome. The general Sao's chicken at any restaurant I go to is pretty good. Yeah. Um, but no orange chicken compares. They know what they're doing. They, they know what they're doing. I mean, KFC says uh, we do chicken right. Is that what their thing is? I but, don't know. It's finger licking good. No, that was one of them. But Pan Express, they do orange chicken right. They do orange chicken good, and that's a very. I, w- I looked at memes on the mm. internet, and it's a very white people thing to order. <laughs> is it really? That's like that the cultural? stereotypical white people thing to order. Oh. The orange chicken from Panda Express. All right, no, viewers. you get both of your sides as orange chicken from Panda Express. And I then guess you the guys are viewers. You're not, listeners, not viewers. Uh, chime in. Let us know, is orange chicken cultural? <laughs> I, I don't think it is. Or I think is it the whitest thing you can order when you go to a Chinese restaurant? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see what people have to say about mm-hmm. this. I I disagree. I I think good food is good food, but I'm going number two. Number two <laughs> is going to be my only burger on my list. Um, if I had to battle out for one burger, uh, I had to pick the In and Out Double Double. Oh it's it, it's good quality beef. And you got to go with the Double Double because they don't make their patties big enough. If you go for a double burger at Carl's Jr. or Wendy's, mm-hmm. that's just too much beef. It overwhelms all the other stuff. But they have that. you got to get the two patties, two layers of cheese, and they put... And I think the thing that makes In-N-Out to me is their produce. They have, like, the good quality yes. lettuce, onions, and tomato. You won't eat, like, one of those things, but uh, the, <laughs> they always put it in there in the perfect amount. The special sauce is key. It, it's always a good balance. Every In-N-Out you go mm-hmm. to, they make it the same. I mean, sometimes I go to McDonald's, and you'll order a double-double, and sometimes it's, like, it's like, it's like sitting out for, like, a 10 McDouble? minutes, and it's flat. And some, or McDouble, yeah. <laughs> Um, but In-N-Out uh, is the only burger on my list, and it beat out any of the Carl's Jr. burgers. So no, I do not have Ooh. a Carl's Jr. item on my list. I might have one in honorable mention. We might get to it in a minute. But for me, the only burger, if I had to pick one burger and that was the only burger I'd ever get from fast food again, it would be an In-N-Out double-double. I feel you. What's your number two? Okay. My number two is a bowl from KFC. I knew this would be with on your ketchup. List. Yes, it it's disgusting, <laughs> and I can never share food with her because she'll order this bowl and she'll mix all the ketchup in. Oh, so and good! Mix it. Uh, you can't even taste it after that. But let me explain what the bowl is because okay. I feel like I yeah, give need a little, to defend yeah, it's myself. Not, yeah, it's not one of the most known items on our no. list. So, tell us so, what's in that bowl. It's a bowl filled with mashed potatoes, and then it has gravy, brown gravy on it, and then it has the popcorn chicken. Okay, popcorn chicken. And then it has shredded cheese, and then it has corn. And it's amazing, and I 
I think I ate it when we lived at our apartment, like our last apartment. Yeah, I the five dollar fill up. I think I, I ate it three times a week. This is probably the safest item that if if I had to <laughs> go on a limb and say that I'm gonna bring one home for you, like that would be what it. You felt like you would always eat it, yeah. But if you didn't bring me ketchup or we didn't have ketchup, I wouldn't eat oh, it. Oh yeah, no, we've been through that disaster before. <laughs> we have multiple times. Yeah, um, <laughs> and yeah, no sriracha sauce or anything like that does not work for it. Mm-hmm. Ketchup. It um, has to be a specific ketchup. I'm not about I that don't cheap like ketchup. The bowl. I, I, yeah, I know. Um, I don't like the bowl. I don't know. It, it, like To me, like the crunch of the popcorn chicken, it, when you mix it in and, and everything, it just turns into just a big, soft mess. It's disgusting, kind of. So but not, good. I mean, it's still edible as long as you don't put ketchup on it. But A lot of things. It's, it's not, not my favorite. Oh, you're wrong. All right. I wrong. Di- we've disagreed on two of these pretty, pretty heavily, and mm-hmm. I think that you have a really gross palate when it comes to, uh, to the, the bowl from... <laughs> From uh, KFC yes. and the the beefy five layer burrito from Taco Bell. Yes. So, my number one item you previously mentioned, I believe you had us at number seven. Oh. I have to go with the McDonald's French fry, and I think That's everybody crazy. out there is probably going to say that this has to be in your top three. I, the McDonald's French fry is what makes McDonald's. The burgers aren't the greatest. Um, everything else is adequate in comparison yeah. to other fast food restaurants. But their fry is unbeatable. And that's the mm-hmm. one short thing about In-N-Out. Like, I don't like the In-N-Out fry. It's not crispy enough. It doesn't have enough taste. Sometimes mm-hmm. it just tastes like potatoes. Sometimes it's all untasting oh, when I In-N-Out fry. But with McDonald's, you get that golden crispness. Oh, mm-hmm. And it's especially if they leave in the burner, it's a little crispier. <laughs> if you get them warm. I, I know specifically we've had to wait because we've requested that we didn't want, you know, we wanted the fresh fries. Not cardboard fries because totally, they turned totally cardboard. totally worth it. Yeah, it's totally worth it. And yes, and McDonald's fries, yeah, they actually have a short shelf life. Mm-hmm. There are other fries, like the In-N-Out fries you can reheat later, which is a benefit to them. But a McDonald's shelf fries, if you don't eat them right away, you're not going to want to reheat those. They're gross. They turn different colors. They turn black. I don't even think they're really edible, probably, at that point. It's probably eating fried cardboard. But when you get them fresh, they're the best. Yeah, and you're definitely a crispy fry guy, and I feel oh. like... Sometimes. Always order them crispy, yes. I think you, you like, do that just to irritate people too. You like sometimes. your fries soft, but I have always have to have a crisp. Uh, and going back to my number seven, the best thing about those ba- bacon, potato, cheddar, bacon, and cheddar, potato wedges. Bacon and cheddar, potato wedges is that they were crisp on the outside, but they just they were just soft enough on the inside, which is the best thing about mm. a wedge. So I, I do appreciate a little bit of softness, but you got to be crisp though. You got that's a you good life motto. That's my that's uh, maybe that's the, that's the uh, maybe that's gonna be the motto for the show. Hey, gotta be crisp. Come crisp. All right, what's your number one? Okay, my number one is a double double from In and Out Burger, but very specifically, no lettuce, no tomatoes, and if in a perfect world, I would get two slices of onion. Two slices of onion. Yes, See, now I feel like they ketchup. put a lot of onion on their on their burger, and it, it almost makes oh. the burger slide a little bit. So just I love I the... love onion, but that's a little too much onion for me. It would balance it out, though, because you have one on top, one on the bottom, or one in the middle, however you're going to do it. I mean, maybe like one and a half, but I definitely love the onion at Double at Double, double at In-N-Out Burger. Um, but yeah, Double Double, I think maybe it's my favorite just because growing up in a small town, it took two and a half hours to get to the nearest In-N-Out Burger. So I didn't even get to try it until I was, I think, like 18. Yeah, they once you get there, you got to wait another two and a half hours in line. Yes. But it's definitely worth it. No, they're uh, fast, and they have really good customer service. 
Now, I can't remember. Do you dip your double double in ketchup? Clearly, it has to be dipped in ketchup. No, it has to be. Come on, the sauce on it's so good. But all right, that's a thing that we'll talk about another time. (laughs) Um, So now I'm going to do some honorable mentions. Ones that were close to being on my list, and I had a hard time leaving off. And if I could expand the list to ten, these might be on it. But because it's a heads up, seven up, we only do seven. And speaking about Carl Jr. earlier, the Western Bacon Cheeseburger was the one burger that mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's the staple of what I would order every time I go to Carl Jr. Other than when I was cheap and trying to order the big collar, the big Carl. But Western Bacon Cheeseburger, the Wendy's Spicy Chicken Sandwich. If I'm gonna get a spicy chicken sandwich, it's from Wendy's, not Carl Jr. Oh, gross. And. I mentioned them earlier, but the jalapeno poppers from Jack in the Box. That was my second favorite late night item from Jack in the Box. Any honorable mentions for you? Yeah, and I think you're going to be, um, what do you call that? Surprised? Shocked? Shocked? <laughs> Disgusted? Think. No, maybe. Okay, so I'm going to run through them really quick. Okay. All right, this really almost knocked out another one on my list, um, just because I've eaten it so many times. And when I was in college in East Bay and I had, like, my food card, this is where I would go. Like, the East, you know, the college food card that you get? Okay, yeah. With the meal plan? Anyway. Yeah. Backstory. Um, it's a meatball sub from Subway. A meatball, like the meatball marinara? Yeah. Oh, those are good, though. I, I could see that. Because that could feed we, me for, like, lunch. Like, I'd eat half of it and yeah, then dinner. Yeah, we did go out Subway because of, of you know, not having to drive through. But, I mean, it's probably the closest thing to a fast food restaurant. Exactly. That That's why I couldn't make it on the list. But, dude, I have eaten many a meatball marinara from Subway. I respect that. Thank you. Thank you, babe. Okay. Anything else? Yes. Now, these are my dessert items. So, a McFlurry from McDonald's. I thought this might be on your, your list. Uh, I know this is other... This, this is the Wendy's Frosty or the two that you'll tell me to, to go grab you something from the, the drive-in for dessert. But they have to be made properly because sometimes they put like three M&M's in there and I'm not about it and it just sits on the shelf and not good. (laughs) Um, And my my last one brings me back to Baskin Robbins when I worked there for like four years. It was the Cappuccino Blast. The Cappuccino Blast from Baskin Robbins? Yes. Oh, and there's drive throughs like in other states, but not in California. Oh, okay. So you got a little asterisk technicality that could have gone in there. I've never seen a Baskin Robbins (laughs) drive-thru. Um, but I don't think I've ever had the cappuccino blast. Um, okay. I, so I guess I after this it. episode, we're going to get some McDonald's fries and some cappuccino blasts. We have one next to us. Basically, it's like half milk, half coffee, and then you blend it with ice, and then you can pick whatever ice cream you want. So, like, if you want to pick the um, Jamocha, then you can put that in there, or the vanilla. It's so good, and you put whipped cream and cinnamon on top. Oh. Knowing how many years you spent at Baskin Robbins, I will consider you a Baskin Robbins expert. Thank you. And put the cappuccino blast on my list. <laughs> so, do you think we covered enough of this, these uh, fast food items today, Brittany? I think we did, and I think hopefully we inspired people to go try our things if they haven't. Yeah, and hopefully we've inspired people to come talk to us. Uh, if you have any ideas, come join us for a podcast. Um, love to hear from all of you. Thanks, and thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye. So that was my interview with Brittany. Went fairly well. We had a few laughs. Didn't get too heated. Only surprised by about two of her items. Very surprised at how much stuff we actually agreed on. That was odd. Next week's conversation is going to be with one of my old friends, uh, Daniel Reyna. We generally get along. Haven't 
have the same opinions, but when he disagrees with me, he tells me straight up and pretty bluntly. So we could have a heated discussion next week. We're going to be talking about top seven TV shows. So tune in for that. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Stitcher if you haven't already. Follow us on Twitter at HUP7UP and our website at HUP7UP.com. That's HUP7UP.com. Like our page on Facebook and look forward to hearing back from all of you. Thanks for listening and downloading. Keep it crispy.